What if we don't ask for things in life? Maybe companies not, might not be built or quit prematurely. Art might not be shared. Maybe business opportunities might be lost. Or promotions might not be had. The reason we don't ask for things is because we think rejection is terrible. That's Jia Jiang. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Thursday. I am thankful for you tuning in with me today as we have returning speaker and best-selling author, Ja Jang, back on the show. And he's here to share an important message about rejection and resiliency. And in today's clip, he's going to share the ins and outs in the world of rejection and to share some tips and some secrets to overcome rejection so that we can be more fearless and go out and live our dreams. Here's Ja Jang. Enjoy. So I learned a lot about, I learned a lot of secrets. I'll share some with you. First is the answer to this question. What is rejection? What is the thing we're so afraid of, but if you overcome that fear, you can make some real changes in your lives? As it turned out, rejection is pretty much is a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Um, for the, for some, some days, I could ask for something absurd, and I would get a yes. Sometimes I could ask something pretty moderate, I would get a no. But if I want to get a yes, I just talk to enough people. Someone will say yes at, uh, to me at the end, it's almost as if there's a number associated with every rejection. You go through enough no's, it becomes a yes. Speaking of number, do, we, do you have any Harry Potter fans here? Cool, yeah, there we go. How about the book? Anyone read the book? Good, okay. I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, Harry Potter is the best-selling book in modern history. It, it, it blew every other book series out of water. And you would think a book that good when it first came out Every publisher on earth would try to, try to publish the book, right? It's a gold mine. Nope, that wasn't the case. The author, her name's J.K. Rowling, she had to go through 12 different rejections to get her book published. And every rejection sounded similar. What, did you try to write a children's book? This long? Oh, there are people dying in the book? It's about dark magic? Come on, try something new, get a real job. It's on the 13th try, they also rejected her but the chairman of the publisher handed the manuscript to his granddaughter, who would not put it down. She just kept reading and reading until she exhausted herself. That's where like, huh, maybe we should try this. So they published the first Harry Potter book under very low expectations, and the rest was history. Think about it. If it took J.K. Rowling's 12 rejections to get Harry Potter published, how many rejections do we have to go through to get ourselves published, to get our ideas published? to get our business published, to get our training published. Rejection is a numbers game. You go through enough no's, it does become a yes. Then rejection is an opinion. It's an opinion. I think we need many things in this world. We need more um, love, sympathy, understanding, and courage. 
and definitely more bathrooms and free drinks. <laughs> But one thing we have plenty of is opinion. If you don't believe me, just get on the internet, go to Facebook, turn on your TV. Everyone has something to say about something, and they can't wait to tell you how they feel about something. It's almost as, it's almost as if opinion is like the cheapest resource on earth. It's completely renewable too. But rejection is nothing more than opinion and preference of the rejector. It actually, says more about the rejector than the rejected. In these hundred days, I could, I could be the same person asking ten people the same question. Someone will say yes. Someone will say no. Someone will smile and give me a high five. Someone just couldn't wait to get away from me faster. I was the same person posing the same request. It says everything about that person's state of mind, or, or maybe what happened to him or her the night before, or maybe it's a lifelong of understanding. Or education needs prejudice. Who knows? Has nothing to do with me. Has everything to do with that person. But when it comes to rejection, we think it's all about us, because we're the heroes of our own journeys and we're the we're, we're the um, center of our own universe. That's why every rejection felt like an indictment of who we are. Every acceptance felt like a confirmation of our merit. It's not. It's just an opinion. Then rejection is a source of knowledge. So.、Um, I wrote this book a couple of years back.、Um, I wrote the book not because I wanted to write a book or make money. I actually didn't make money.、Um, I wrote the book because I learned so much. I went to pretty good business school. I thought I learned a lot about business in those two years. As it turned out, I learned a lot about PowerPoints and spreadsheets.、Um, in these hundred days, I felt I learned more about business, especially when it comes to communication, negotiation, or even leadership, than I did by business school.、Um, I'll share some of the learning with you. For example, what do you do when people say no to you? What do you do? Most people do one of two things: fight or flight. Fight. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean fist fist fight. It means you start to argue with the other person, right? How can you say no to me? No, you're wrong. But when you argue, that's not the best way to change people's minds because your emotions get involved, your opinions get entrenched. When was the last time you changed people's mind by shouting them down? It just doesn't happen, right? The other part is flight. It's even worse, if you, because if you run, not only you're not changing minds, you're actually at the mercy of your own judgment. You lose confidence. And there's a third way, which is you can ask why. You can try to find out what's the reason. By asking why, you're buying yourself more time, right? You're putting the ball back to the other other court. And also, they're rejecting you not because they hate you, not because they're rejecting you as a person. If you can find there's some underlying reason, you can possibly turn the no into yes. For example, one day I had this flower in my hand. I went to a, a I went to this、uh, guy's house. I just knocked on the door, and he opened the door.、Um, I said, "Can I plant this flower in your backyard?"、Um, I didn't know why I like people's backyard that much. <laughs> It's like my playground.、Um, and he was like, "Oh,、um, sorry, no." But before he could leave, I said,、um, "May I know why?" He was like, "Yeah,、um, I have a dog that would dig up anything I put in the backyard." I don't want to. I don't want to waste your flowers. You want to do this? Why don't you go across the street and knock on the door and talk to Connie? She's my neighbor and she loves flowers. I was so excited because I just got a referral. So <laughs> I went across the street and knock on Connie's door and she was so happy to see me.、And、half an hour later, there's this flower in Connie's backyard. You know, I hope it looks better nowadays.、Um, the thing is, had I just left at the initial rejection, I would have thought of many reasons. Maybe I didn't dress up well. Maybe I didn't speak clearly. Maybe the guy didn't like me. He didn't trust me. As it turned out, none of that was the reason. The reason he he didn't he said no was because what I offered did not fit his needs, and he liked me and trusted me enough to offer me a referral, which I converted. 
So again and again, I learned that if I just slow, calm down, right, and try to find why, I have a chance to turn no into a yes. Something, something else you can do, okay, is you can ask for something else when we get rejected. Ask for something less, not more. For example, uh, one day I went to this hotel, uh, the best hotel in Austin, and I went to talk to the uh, front desk lady. This is what she looked like, and she's a very nice person. I said, uh, um, can I have a free night here? Um, she was like, oh, okay, um, we don't do that now. Okay, I was thinking, when do you do it? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come for that promotion. Um, but I didn't say that. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, can I take a nap in one of your rooms? She was like, sure. So she sent a bellman with me to one of their suites. I took a nap there. It was cool. Um, but the thing is, had I just come in and asked for a, a, taking a nap, she might have thought I was crazy. She might have still thought I was crazy. But the, but the thing is, I was able to get a yes because I asked for something less, right, after getting rejected. When we think about rejection, what we think about is something that's uh, something terrible. It's a moment of failure. As it turned out, it's a moment of opportunity. Because when people are saying no to you, they actually feel a little bit bad. They feel a little bit indebted. So when, when, when you are trying to negotiate, when you ask for something less, basically you're negotiating. You're, you're making a concession. People will actually want to re- return in kind. This is actually a pretty solid uh, study on this, that if you ask for something big, got rejected, then you ask for something less, the chance of you getting a yes on that request is actually a lot higher than if you ask for that request straight. So by the way, I go on and on. You know, I talk about, uh, you know, in my book, I talk about 12 different ways to how do you turn no's into yes and how do you get more yeses and how do you uh, actually say no to people without damaging the relationship. In fact, if you do it well, you can actually strengthen the relationship and make the other person a fan of you. But because of time, I do want to leave you the most important lesson I learned in 100 Days of Rejection. Two words, just ask. Just ask. Remember I mentioned that I flew someone's plane? It was the best flying experience in my life. When I think about flying, it's all about going to the airports and a couple hours early and take out my belts and my shoes and make sure my pants don't drop while I walk through that uh, cancer-inducing bone scanner. Um, <laughs> that's my flying experience. But that day, I had none of that. I flew like a bird. There's a minute, I was like only a couple feet above the cornfield. I feel I was a seagull looking for fish above the ocean. The next minute, I was like a thousand feet in the air. And I, I, there was a cloud around me. I was touching it. I was kissing it. I felt I was this eagle. It was amazing. But all this time, I just kept asking myself the same question over and over again. Wow, what if I didn't ask? What if I didn't ask? I would not have this great flying experience. I would not know this could exist even. What if we don't ask for things in life? Maybe companies might not be built or created prematurely. Art might not be shared. Maybe business opportunities might be lost. Or promotions might not be had. The reason we don't ask for things is because we think rejection is terrible. It's just so terrifying. So by, us not, by not, so by us avoiding negative, we're achieving that positive, right? That's just a lie. It's a lie we keep telling ourselves every day because when you're, not, when you're not getting out there and getting rejected, you're just rejecting yourself by default. And we are our worst rejecter. So no matter what happens, let the world reject you. Don't reject yourself. Big Thanks to Ja Jang for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, rejectiontherapy.com. 
His YouTube is Ja Jang, and his most recent book is entitled Rejection Proof, How I Beat Fear and Became Invincible Through 100 Days of Rejection. And if you'd like to check out the last time we've had him on the show, you can go all the way back to episode number 32. And after you finish listening to today's episode, please give the show a follow, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I know that your time is very valuable, and that's why I really, really appreciate you taking out the time to do that. All right, that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a a courageous rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.